Hola Madridistas, welcome back to another episode of Let's Be Real Podcast. We could have been here with better circumstances. Unfortunately, we are not. Our first ever watch-along, um, first proper watch-along on the channel was a loss. So, like Dennis was actually, uh, actually saying earlier in the uh, in the comments in the watch-along, maybe it's not a good idea, you know. Look what you guys made us do, man, you know. those guys on the pitch uh, if they actually could have seen the game through seen the game out it would have been such a good note for us to start you know right before a big champions league quarter final against chelsea and what not but unfortunately at home against a very dogged real who just never went away is for the first lo- uh, first loss of the season uh, at home and like i was saying on the watch along earlier the timing is so so poor man it could have been some other time maybe probably before the classico or maybe even cadiz midweek no no that would have been worse no Nobody no chance there. maybe maybe after chelsea before the next uh champions league fixture rolls in tonight wasn't wasn't ideal man jacob uh please welcome jacob to the uh, to the post match as well man like he was with me suffering through the through the watch along it wasn't exactly suffering right like jacob like it was like we had some good moments in 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 parts but uh, as a as a collective like we were shocking uh, at the back like tell me tell me your 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 brief feelings about the game and how how do you sum up tonight's performance by the boys Yeah well uh, first of all it was a really nice watch along just watching the match with you and Dennis and Ashik and uh, Daniel as well uh, who kept us company so that was nice the thing that was not nice was of course the loss but uh, like you said it wasn't like a horrible match uh, by all stand by real madrid standards of this uh, second half of the season it wasn't uh, like a clueless performance like you said uh, that we've been used to seeing just before the international break we actually saw some good attacking moments it was a fun game throughout to watch especially as a neutral because you never knew what was going to happen and it's just unfortunate that this loss had to come at this time this moment of period where uh, we were actually looking on the upward trajectory and where we were thinking we could no, do no wrong but that is not life as a madridista uh but to be a madridista you have to suffer and i would just say this like we didn't um consider this as a final <laughs> yeah that, that that's what happened that's what happened that's what happened yeah. carlo carlo was carlo might have been telling the boys that you know the one on wednesday is the final this is this is your uh, annual run out you know annual uh fair run we used to have fair runs back in school i don't know if you used to have fair runs in your school they used to uh, run mock marathons probably this was one of those cases man like where our boys were like asked to go out and 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 just express themselves the lineup was also ha- half ass like we were actually questioning it like how uh practical would uh, a pivot of chuameni and sabayos be we we got to know that like yes sabayos had some bright moments here and there but as as a collective they they couldn't do what they were supposed to do provide uh a, 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 like a screening for for the for the back line and uh yeah man 
Nacho had some uncharacteristically poor performances, uh, poor showings uh, for for large parts in the game. It wasn't it wasn't anything like what we saw uh, in the Clasico or what we saw against Valladolid. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't just up to it. And deservedly, we got beaten. Like we can have absolutely no complaints, no refereeing decisions, no uh, you know uh, like kind of luck involved in, in Villarreal's performance. They were just here to, you know, show, show us out, man. And and they did. They succeeded 100%. Big up the chat. Uh, big up all of you guys, man, who who jumped right from the water long to the post-match. I guess you you, you just want to um, revel in this in this sadness along with us. But Dennis the Greatest here, he says, big up everyone and the chat, and I'm angry. I'm angry as well, man. Like, Ashik was trying his best... Uh, with his usual, uh, you know, Caesar quotes and stuff, but it wasn't working because it can't work when we are losing. It can't work when we are playing like dog shit, but it is what it is. Ashek is, uh, the comments, he says, Chiki Chuku took out the Mickey, took out the Mickey out of us, man. Like, yeah, man, honestly, like, it was so nonchalant the way that he went about his business, like the way he was moving, it wasn't like uh, it was a big game. Or it was a game that meant something. He was moving like it was just a kick about in the park with his mates on a on a on an uh, on a weekday, you know, when there when there are no games. But yeah, lol, lol. Uh, is it the chat? Nice to see you again, man. He says Vinny didn't deserve this loss. Rodrigo, Benzema, and Nacho let him down. I don't know, man. Um, I don't know if I can exactly blame. Those guys, apart from Nacho, yeah, Rodrigo and Benzema, really, Rodrigo has been anonymous. I know, I, I get the chest, but no, he wasn't just anonymous, like, uh, he did ruin a couple of really good moments um, when he should have done something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of I get remember. the Rodrigo thing, but Benz was just, yeah, he was just totally anonymous. Mm. It's, it's just, it's just so hard to. All people out, especially after after you know last week's high. I, I I don't think I can I can do that, but I'll try. I'll try as uh, as much as I can be to be objective and 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 practical in this uh, post match. Arctic says rather cheeky Choku took out the Mickey out of the Madrid geeky. Anyway, uh, he says we lost to a brilliant performance by Chukuizi. Lola Lol says Kamavinga unfortunately has to play left back rest of the season. Chukwezi looked like Ronaldinho against Nacho today. Yeah, man, I don't know. Usually, Nacho makes the most uh, impressive of, of players look very, very mediocre, like like we saw against Salah, how he did it twice in the, in the space of, uh, you know, what, like three weeks? It was mad, but I don't know, man. Like, probably we didn't give Villarreal the respect they deserve. Is that is that a fair assessment, Jacob? Heck yeah, man. Uh, especially with the lineup and what we saw in the first half, they had so many more opportunities, right? The uh, opportunities that they had like didn't even compare. So, to put it into perspective, they had around uh, 10 shots. Uh, well, we had five. They had five on target. Yeah. We had two on target. So, it was very lopsided. And Carlo just had to make these changes. You know, he just had to give the all of the starters a bit of rest. And yeah. what turned out was that Asensio was our biggest performer, especially in the first 60 minutes. And afterwards, when he took uh, Benz off, like everyone became anonymous except for Vini. 
let's talk about the first goal since we are on asensio um when he does all the hard work right like he gets on the left puts in the cross asensio hits the shot but it bounces off pau torres but asensio has been bright even before the goal right yeah uh he wasn't as bright as when we saw him against valladolid or the standard mm-hmm. so because uh asensio there was so much more so space. much space so much more mm-hmm. space uh, to work with and <laughs> this match it was not so villarreal actually uh, pressed us very well uh, they also got out of the press well so asensio couldn't really press along with the uh, front three and then i feel like it was specific the uh, instructions as well right like don't press too much like don't wear yourself out just get a couple of goals and then sit back which was exactly mm-hmm. what we did um, mm-hmm. just leading up to that first goal we were just uh, sitting back and then hoping we get a chance and we did get a chance man and uh, you said like while we were watching the stream that it was a kind of a godsend goal uh, with it going in with uh, powder is just you know tucking it in at the last basically yeah like deflecting the ball into the net but you know winners they make their own luck i feel like asensio uh, he was vindicated with uh, that piece of play because he was pro- uh, doing pretty well uh, compared to the rest of the attackers at least uh, do, do you think that he he was the best player out of the bunch for me he was the pick of the bunch in the first half asensio yeah, so he was really given it is all yeah yeah even the starting of the second half uh, he was pretty good uh, he was uh, spraying in balls to rodrigo and uh, vini just connecting the dots man and then it's just a shame that we had to you know uh, resort to the old tactics where we just sit back allow the opposition to come back into the game and why that hasn't that has kind of worked out for us previously was like with luck we had like mm. immense luck in the form of goto or last ditch clearance but in this game it just didn't happen villarreal just created too many opportunities and then finally uh, luck just ran out mm. yeah the the first goal was exactly what what the doctor ordered man like so that we get a question we get a little more um uh leeway for, for us to express ourselves and just let a little bit of the shackles off but it it backfired very quick very very quick now that i go back it's been such a long time i can't even recall how we are real score the first goal Yeah now i remember oh yes nacho was sent to the shop, uh, sent to the shops you know he was sent for a couple of kebabs unfortunately uh i've never i've never seen nacho get beaten so bad like never ever like i've never seen that happen man like just a drop of the shoulder and like yes chomeni was around he should have probably done better probably have could have gotten a little more closer to him but nacho completely loses the plot like I've seen Chuomi I mean I've seen Chukwesi do it to the best of the best you know in the, in the Champions League and also in La Liga as well like he's not your easy customer to actually defend but even then a man of natural caliber like how does he how does he just completely get outclassed by just once one piece of skill you know to be fair it was a really good piece of skill something we've uh, used to seeing Vinny do and then turn out defenders uh but yeah at that point uh chukwesi was right there alone the offside trap wasn't really working uh the back line was in a disarray and then it was up to nacho mm. to you know uh he was stuck in the center back position not sure who to mark uh he was overrun but it's not all excuse right it's uh he did get beaten thoroughly and 
he just that and like he i hoped he would bounce back from that and then put in a more uh, aggressive and center back like uh, performance but turns out he it was just downhill from there he just had more and more timid challenges he wasn't really marking his man tightly enough like we usually see him do and yeah chukwezi took us out for the night i think i think see uh, no matter what level of football you're playing unless you're like one of the absolute greats like you know you your ramos is uh, if you get beaten that comprehensively on on one piece of play the next time you see him running at you 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 are scared shitless you know like yeah. you 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 just you are just hoping and praying that he has a cramp and he has to go off because uh, like how you basically broke it down it makes perfect sense after that nacho whenever he saw the side of chukwezi he is like oh my god i'm i'm out i'm 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 just done because i can't deal with him because he yeah. knew for a fact that he bet him so so well that there is no coming back from it and it was evident man it was evident in nacho's performance it put a doubt in his mind that that i've never seen nacho go through uh, for phases in games like like this man like he's so much the composure mr composure you know nacho he, he he's he's the guy who basically shows the people around him how to be composed but tonight it was it was uh, it was just the complete opposite but let's just uh, get into some of the comments um right ashik says nacho is human and let's give him a break absolutely like that that's why like i'm not going in on him like i would go in on rudiger even when he has <laughs> like even better games you know like that's that's the partiality that sometimes unfortunately that that i that i pack it 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 comes with the package you know like rudiger it's his first year at the club nacho he is my he's my homie man ashik says he is allowed to have an off day yeah absolutely he is allowed to have an off day and i'm glad that it happened uh, against vrl in la liga which which is like we have completely thrown in the in the towel on asaleba is back nice to see you again man he says so this is what it is like to play against vini perspective from other teams like we saw against chukwezi that is a very very good point that he's making you know this this is how it feels it, it is it is okay to sometimes be you know on the um, receiving end of it i guess especially in in a game that doesn't matter for the season as a whole but still man still it hurts it hurts first loss at the banabao still hurts a loss in in the lead up to you know such such a big period um in in the season is also uh, a painful uh is a painful bite to take faruk is in the chat um he says guys let's not forget we barely had these guys in the copa and lost lost in, uh, in the in the reverse fixture we rested about half of the team so it's not too bleak people yeah i absolutely get it like we we are winless i think for the fourth game in a row against vrl they are definitely turning out to be you know our our uh, kryptonite at this point they are real you know like yeah i have massive respect like they are not your elche or your uh, um you know uh, like uesca or someone like that like vrl is, is a is a proper proper club so it, it is no surprise that they have been given us uh, headaches for for quite a bit but i just hope man i just hoped carlo and the boys especially considering the fact that the league is gone they could have 
probably done something out of the box you know and they did something out of the box but it wasn't exactly what the game needed i feel like a pivot of chomeni and sebayos was never bound to work it was basically thrusting uh chomeni with all the defensive duties and expecting sebayos to you know hold his own which he did for large parts but he can only do so much man he can only do so much in my opinion um yeah like we didn't show them in a respect we didn't we didn't basically turn up the way the game required us to just we were just off the boil like we we come across performances like this from time to time from carlo it's his league curse following him again you know uh, unfortunately lol lol says man if vinny had this rodrigo performance you would rip him <laughs> you need to stop protecting him over bias he played a sancho type game well i i got to agree man lol lol um i got to actually have uh my hands up and and tell you that rodrigo yes for the past couple of games like in the classico like i i was here telling people that he was a bit anonymous but he was actually making a lot of space for other runners but tonight yeah like he was he was not even doing that you know um the only time i actually saw him do something was the time that he actually had uh tried to get the ball onto his left foot and try a shot which then come off and in the second half when vinicius basically uh puts it on a plate for rodrigo he was slightly marked by uh i think um mandi and and pau torres but he still managed to scuff a shot which was which is half fast anyway it wasn't it wasn't that great but rodrigo yeah man um i'll tell you for the fact that i expect so much more from him um it's just the fact that i can't call him out is because like you said there is a clear bias with him um uh in terms of me but jacob can you give us a more objective reflection of of rodrigo and is it concerning or does the big game player in rodrigo turn up once the champions league anthem players in 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 like 72 hours of course man like this is not concerning to me at all like we know what people mm-hmm. can do uh he doesn't even need to be benched or anything maybe you were thinking about that uh, during this uh, stream but then uh, this guy uh, he will turn up for the uh, big games no matter what so i'm not really worried but let's just like break down rodrigo's performance in two phases right until mm-hmm. benzema was taking up, taken off and then uh, yeah before and after that so until he was uh, benzema was taken off he was playing as a right winger uh he tried to be an outlet instead of being you know the facilitator in play uh, like we saw in the classico so right now in this match asensio was playing that role so it wasn't really rodrigo's uh, you know preferred position let's say that's why he found it a bit more harder than the classico to appear less anonymous uh so uh i feel like it was a fair performance but even when he was getting into that right uh, half space and then getting into the box he made a couple of bad decisions which we are unaccustomed to seeing rodrigo make and that was the thing that was actually disappointing to me it wasn't the fact that he was anonymous which was understandable because he was playing in a different role in a different system mm-hmm. uh and then post benzema was taking off and you know it's not really rodrigo's forte it was just i felt like he had a good enough performance like just considering that the players around him and the system around him it's not really set up to you know maximize his talents Rodrigo with Benzema is is a completely different player uh, opposed yeah. to when he's without Benzema like it's it's so much more natural but i totally understand the point like we have 
come on here time and time again and praise Rodrigo for doing the instinctive things right where he does the things that we would do in a similar position you know um but yeah like he have been getting some bits of that that stuff off these uh, past few weeks but i'm pretty sure he'll bounce back man because lol 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 the sancho uh, type game stuff man please keep it out man sancho really sancho you know 007 sancho i'll tell you rodrigo is not that not that bad you're just being harsh at this point but um yeah man ricardo in the comments he says it's performances like these that makes me have no faith in ancelotti ricardo you you need to you need to put this into perspective yes the league form has been pretty dire we get that we have been so pissed off again uh again, like in 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 accordance to how we have expected this season to pan out in the early early couple of months where we thought we would be flying you know but what happened post world cup and the gradual decline like we were here slating carlo like like you were just mentioning man like we had lost complete faith but what we saw in the classico what we saw against liverpool in the champions league i think it made me reinstill my faith you know like yes i know that he is not a brilliant league manager i always knew that for him to actually sustain league form it will need a lot of factors to go his way whether it be injuries whether it be um managing fatigue whether it be uh form of his direct competitors it all needs to work in tandem for carlo to be an okayish or a, or a or a good league manager without that help carlo is pretty damn ordinary and we don't need this season to show us that jacob does it totally agree with you sunil uh, on this but uh, the thing is that some fans they have the expectation that we absolutely knew, do need to like dominate the league a bit more considering that mm. man for man player for player we have a way better team than barcelona at the moment and it's just a shame that we are just throwing away these la liga titles year after year just because carlo is not like a manager who does well in the league like that's just not ex- acceptable to these players and i understand where they're coming from but in a champions league or in a cup run like there's no other manager that we can have better than carlo man see it it pains me as much as it, it pains uh, ricardo and it pains any other fan man the like the stat says that we have only won five league titles in the last 15 years and that's just 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 atrocious atrocious league form for a club the size of of ours a club that has won like 35 la liga it's it's just plain unacceptable to actually have won only five in the last 15 but for it to happen we have to shy away from what we are as a club we have to understand that real madrid is, is not your average club that relies on system tactics a set succession plan a set style of play nothing like that like we don't operate like liverpool we don't operate like even bayern you could say we don't operate like any of those guys unfortunately and i'll tell you that that slight sort of personality or in in your case in this in the context of this la liga season and the many la liga seasons a sort of weakness has enabled us to be 
so great in europe so i i think it is a proper trade off in my humble opinion i hate it i hate it just as much as you ricardo because i have grown up with barcelona mates and 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 atletico fans and and all of that and even premier league fans taking the mick out of us because we can't dominate our own patch you know and 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 that's a that's a real uh, pain on our legacy yes in, in spain in 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 the domestic competition we haven't really stood up to yeah. our challenge con con check i hear you right yeah. you're trying to make the point that maybe uh, just winning the champions league uh, in three seasons uh, maybe once is better than winning the league even once or twice in the uh, in la liga but the thing is that this team right now is going through a transition right uh we're yeah. going to be slowly facing out these players uh and mm. people are kind of doubting his ability to take the team forward without a proper system to you know help mm. these youngsters grow i think that's the main doubt that even farooq and me were discussing about the same he was like we need a system to enable these youngsters to hit their potential man otherwise we're still going to see them clueless because chaumini and uh, sebayos valverde all of these guys they're not cut out to you know do this week in week out and put their clear head in control games and just see things out we're just not there yet with these youngsters so they do need a like a proper system to help them out and carlo is not the guy to do that but especially if we are about to face of uh, cruz tonic uh, modric and uh, benzema in the next season or two carlo is not the man man to lead these youngsters that's the general consensus i do see like both sides of the coin right in one thing you you just don't have a good enough champions league uh, manager to manage the team because nobody good is available you shouldn't get rid of carlo but in the other sense if you bring in someone like poch uh, he could instill a system where youngsters can thrive and actually transition out but i'll tell you for a fact i'll tell you for a fact jacob like yes i completely understand your point and i actually genuinely fear the fact that yes our, our youngsters wouldn't be much more seasoned like we want them to be unless there's a system in place to aid their development i completely share the sentiment yeah like i completely understand that but don't you think winning champions leagues and going through adversity and coming out as successes uh, on the other side of it would also make them grow and me be better players it does right like don't you I, think kamavinga is a better player compared to last year of course man of course uh, in certain aspects yes uh, but he's still not like totally ready to take the mantle week in week out right he, and, like l- let me let me ask you something who in the fucking world is ready to take the mantle from luka modric and tony cruz <laughs> nobody uh, there are a few players but uh, no none of them are at our club right nobody bro so the only thing i'm going to tell you is this okay let's say posh comes in next year okay let's say someone like i don't know no, nagelsman that's, that's uh, kind of the point man like uh, nobody can replace this mod- uh, modis nobody can like come into this current no, 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 i'm not i'm not performing as good but i'm not, uh, I'm not talking we, i'm not we, talking if, about if we provide kamavinga with a system to you know try to you know maximize his strengths he's going to grow like that his transfer value is going to go up the roof he's going to be undroppable uh but if, if you actually look this- back these guys you have fickle memory man like if you look back if you look back at all the great managers that these guys played under mourinho yes he had a system but can you call that system as rigid as a klopp system 
as a Guardiola system. No, no. I'm not. I'm not asking for that. It's just that uh, Carlo has very simple thing, uh, tactics compared to any other coach. Man, compared you, you take any other coach, he doesn't have like a style of play, uh, and that is a strength as well as a weakness for us. The strength is that nobody can predict us and nobody can like plan to face us. That is why we have faced. So I'm many telling teams. you. I'm telling you. If we get a system coach, a systems oriented coach, we are going to be getting knocked out of Champions League. campaigns because of that system and yeah, it will not... be much more heartbreaking than a loss to vrl on a saturday night i'll tell you for a fact i can't give it i can't give it that man it's just that i'm just so putting in all the these all these football purists you got to better be prepared for those kind of things man like i wouldn't be because i'll be fucking livid i'll tell you that for a fact if pochettino comes in yes implements a style of play high octane high pressing um like um not be so conservative don't uh like let uh give up so much possession and what not i would appreciate all that like it, it looks so glossy on the eye but we would still concede the same amount of goals show even less backbone than this carlo side i'll tell you what if poch comes in and implements that successfully we we are sure to win the league but i'm not sure we'd go far in the champions league we might even get knocked that's out it. in the quarters that's it that's yeah. it for me personally i would rather win the champions league than the la liga what about you jacob how do I you feel say, i have the same answer the only thing that is niggling on the back of my mind is the point that i said it's just that i'm worried about the youngsters and the phasing out of these old people you know in the club parlo made a young kaka go from nobody i repeat nobody So you don't have so to like, take, take take the uh, example of Kaka. You just take Vinicius. Look what he made of Vinicius. So, so yeah. So Some... the, the the proof is in the pudding. We have to we have to accept that certain stuff that he does doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. Doesn't make sense to the most um, hardcore Carlo supporters. I'm not a hardcore Carlo supporter. I just want the best for my club. Right. I've always. like people i remember when ramos actually had the contract stand off with with the board i was with the board and my friends who were who were barcelona mates were telling me oh you know sunet he's diplomatic he doesn't give a fuck about ramos ramos gave me the greatest moment of my life man he gave me 9248 but for me i thought ramos should accept a one year contract renewal program and just be okay with it because that's what the club wants he should respect it i'm just speaking from the very same perspective i'm not a carlo sucker i love the man right but i think this is what is best for the club it it might not yeah. end well for him you know like if he doesn't win the champions league he might still get the sack it it, it is not in my hands not in yours no it it is in perez and the and the board's hands but in my humble opinion there won't be coaches like carlo that we can replace him with maybe zidane yeah but even with zidane it's back to cross and inshallah yeah but what does it come with champions league pedigree composure in big big games when the when the whole world is watching you 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 don't you don't you don't have second thoughts you just go about your game plan like like it's your ordinary everyday thing you know but he'll have slums like this in la liga he got knocked out in the uh, out of the copa del rey to a fourth tier fifth tier team 
in yeah. a stadium that had a bigger parking lot than 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 seats <laughs> for people to sit and watch that that's that's the thing bro so yeah, i totally agree with you man like uh, for sure carlo is like the best manager to take us forward in the next couple of seasons i'm just saying it carlo might not be the best coach to maybe take uh, chaumeni or someone like sebayos to be like one of the best midfielders in the world vini and kamavinga i have no doubt man like these guys have already proven it these guys will be the best players but Chaumeni Chaumeni the people, people like Chaumeni and Sebayos they need a system around them to work I'm just saying that you won't see the I'll tell you I'll tell you I'll tell you I'll, t- I'll tell you for a fact bro all these uh, system players yeah? yeah all these system players Kevin De Bruyne system player yeah right system player for me the reason why I don't respect him like the same way I respect other guys like maybe Schweinsteiger who didn't have so much player is because he was in the system player yeah. he just bossed every inch of the pitch that 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 he was that he was put on like he doesn't need god you all or to spoon feed him the perfect role for him to work so if you expect Chouameni to be given a system Danny fucking Sabayos to be given a system bro you're out of your mind if you if you're if you're expecting people to excel only under systems what does that tell you tell you the players are good enough yeah they uh, they're actually not so so what is the point the 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 bottom <laughs> the line is, yeah i mean we're not bringing in any any more midfielders that's for sure unless we go bring in uh, jude bellingham uh, the fact is Even we have to stick to the players that we have i don't know bro jacob like i'll be honest man all these football purists yeah i get your point i get that we don't have like a like a very specific style of play or what not but i see patterns of play that are being repeated week in week out which sometimes drives me nuts sometimes makes me happy sometimes makes me uh uh like feel passion that i haven't felt for this team in a long time yes we sometimes look clueless and what not but for me the the overall package is satisfactory i know the league yeah. is gone i know the league is gone i was here 4 months ago being livid i am not so livid here because i am resigned to the fact that we have given up the league but i still remember for the you were in here for the classic or post match right on on wednesday i was i slept for 1 hour right after the preview with samuel marston and what not and 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 the whole stuff that i had to do like i slept for just one hour so i had no energy to even celebrate but i remember how i felt mm. I, i came on here and i told the people after la decima after the uh, semi final against manchester city last year that was the most happiest i've felt in my life as a madridista yeah so look what carlo has been doing you know True, right? yes tonight's tonight's performance is shit man but i'm telling you there is a flip side to carlo that we'll sorely miss once he's so gone it's, it's not just a flip side it's just that there are certain things that i nitpick that are that carlo yeah. is not doing perfectly but carlo is the man to like take our club forward uh, especially for this season and the next we are going to like maybe win some kind of silver with him i'm pretty sure but mm. not with pochettino i'm not sure at all at this point all, i'm just all, nitpicking all that but, i need yeah, yeah. Jacob, point, make a Jacob. 
yeah my my humble request humble request to you is fuck the future bro the future guys the future hypers are all out in the premier league oh i want to see where my club is in the next 5 years oh i want to see a progressive development plan fuck that man live in the now why did we win the champions league and the league double the the only second manager to ever do it in the club's history was carlo why did it happen because he was living in the now the club was living in the now no but uh, he was okay to this point yeah of course you have to live in the now but uh, he he completely disregarded the youngsters he had a set 11 which, which clicked that was that was working for that season but why he was able to do that is because mourinho laid the foundation he laid the foundation of the team he looked long term and he developed the right players Mourinho laid the foundation of the team. Yes, but Mourinho laid the foundation in what? 2012, 2011, 2013, right? Yeah. So after that, Carlo had a tenure which didn't go very well. Yeah. In 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 the first season, yes, it was similar to this. La Liga was out of reach. Um in the second season we started off great, then we fell off around the January, February mark and then we never really couldn't come back. Yeah. But what what happened that foundation was reworked for the now by zidane by carlo all those guys who came in and and tried to promote people like how how much did they last i'm telling you our model our business model isn't isn't sustainable for the growth the future aspect man like we don't work like that i myself as a fan don't expect my club move like that i don't know this 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 conversation is never going to end you know this this debate of future <laughs> should we prioritize the future should we prioritize now for me it's now i totally understand and respect the people who want to prioritize the future but for me our club unfortunately doesn't operate like the future hype merchants down 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 in the south of england but that's what it is then as the great says uh, guys who do you guys think was the worst player in the pitch for me it was chomeni yeah like we were talking about that right jacob like he wasn't exactly the worst player it's it, it was the fact that he was so anonymous for a cdm who who should be primed in breaking up play and actually being uh, a facilitator for ball progression uh, father of the pitch like he couldn't make much impact is it solely because it was a double pivot in action tonight or was it just the fact that sometimes i feel like chomeni yes he has his strengths he's still young he's still learning he's learning on the job in the biggest club in the world replacing perhaps the greatest cdm since the cdm himself claudio makelele so it's a big all order for him who is just like what 21 22 i feel like it's 24 uh But yeah, people he's think. Some, yeah, he's people think he's he, what? Come he's on. not twenty-four. Chowmani is not twenty-four, bro. Jacob, what have you been smoking? Send some over. I'll smoke it after Ramadan. <laughs> <laughs> How do you spell Chowmani? Oh man. P H O U A M E N I. Always get it wrong. This guy, man, this guy. You need to retire, bro. He's twenty-three. He's twenty-three. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. right uh so still relatively uh, young yeah yeah uh, he, the thing is that he has been 
thrust into the CDN position at Real, right? But in France, he plays in a double pivot. So I thought mm. he would be super comfortable with uh, here as he is in France. But it turns out it's not because France, he has an even more defensive midfielder covering him. The, in, the international game is completely different to the domestic yeah. game, right, Jacob? Like the intensity is less. The the pace at, at which it flows is different, right? Like it's not, it's not you, you can't really compare it with a La Liga game, can you? That's true. Uh, even in Monaco, uh, he was a, in a double pivot, so he's absolutely. I didn't used know that. To, yeah, yeah, he's used to a double pivot, uh, mm-hmm. but it's just that he is used to playing with a more defensive double pivot that guy. Oh, so, so where yeah. he's uh, basically a de facto box to box, pretty much, masked, yeah. uh, like masked as a defensive midfielder, kind of. Yeah, right, and. This CDM position is new to him and seems like he was learning it uh, pretty well until the World Cup. But then, yeah, his lack of fitness, you know, sees him in the form that he is in right now. So I feel like he's a quick learner. Uh, I'm not too worried about him. Uh, I feel yeah. like he can play both both positions, uh, even in the double pivot as well as in the CDM position. Uh, but yeah, today he was pretty much anonymous because uh, he wasn't able to connect the dots with the defense. He wasn't Lucas, even able to... Pro- provide good uh, cover for the defense man like uh, we were like caught out so much even though he was in that position he just couldn't mark the man really well as Casemiro mm. used to do which is the tall tall ask mm. Lucas Vasquez in the post match he was saying we struggled to keep possession and control we did yeah. not play well the reason why we struggled to keep possession and control was I'll tell you for a fact there was it was the midfield people expected the the Valladolid kind of control and 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 uh, dominance uh, in the middle of the pitch we couldn't do it uh, you were telling me in the watch along before i think we started uh, that they were missing a few key midfielders we are real they were missing uh, cockelan and who was the other guy atn kapu really atn kapu defensive midfielders yeah. yeah so but they still had the upper hand so maybe carlo should have gone back to a, a midfield three right that yeah of course did we, like, did we the, go the, to a midfield three in the, in the second half when the subs came on valverde how uh, many who else was it? i the think i think they did off. you know no man uh, because asensio was still oh yeah that's true we did we did didn't go really, to a uh, midfield three yeah didn't really help us though right <laughs> mm. by, by that time the 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 game was I tilted mean, i mean nobody could have like seen it coming like we didn't know uh they were going to really struggle playing out of their press, man. We didn't know we were going to mm-hmm. sit back so much, pin back even. Because we were all, always expecting Asensi to drop deep and then connect the midfield and then cause an overload so that we can actually play out from the back. But just that just didn't happen because Villarreal play, uh, pressed so well. Fact, fact. The, the press was on point, man. Like sometimes, like the the, the way they, they swarmed our players, like I couldn't believe my eyes. I just had to like blink and and recheck the surroundings to see if it was yellow instead of white where we had the yeah. madrigal you know uh like ceramica but that's what it is uh ashik says the loss is a wake-up call for wednesday absolutely absolutely this would this should send sirens alarms you 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 name it across the dressing room this should send 
a mini emergency meeting from from the two eyebrows of carlo you know the third eyebrow that is uh, davide ancelotti and 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 everyone involved you know like there should be a point where we kind of look on to the mirrors and and really look at what we have been doing yes classico was a high yes valladolid was a high yes benzema's back to back hattricks was a high yes free flowing football was a high but tonight let's not get it twisted is a low it might not be the lowest of the lows it might not be you know the 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 thrashing we suffered in the supercopa final or something like that but still it is it is a low point um uh, in this in this season it is the great says sancho that is too harsh man yeah ricardo ricardo was uh, going off on rodrigo bro you need to cut him some slack if if it wasn't for rodrigo we would we would have been sitting here with a very different uh, perspective considering last season you know that is the great also says people are not realizing we have similar points tally than we had this time last year i still have faith yeah i absolutely do man at least in the champions league i still have faith that this team can turn it around uh, they have shown it time and time again i'm just going to go by that um the proof is at the pudding bro you know that that's all that i'm going to say ashik says uh, it's convenient to blame carlo but everyone forgets that carlo doesn't have the squad depth needed to win a league for cup tournaments you don't need a deep squad the same way as the league i don't know jacob do, do you think that it's down to squad depth with carlo not really sure man like uh mm. because okay yes, he, he might need fullbacks yeah fullbacks is like the only concern i would say they we don't need a backup striker because benzema is pretty much going to be playing every single game if he can walk okay. the backup uh, striker is basically just uh, you know piece of wood yeah that's it mm. maybe a right winger as well a right back and a right winger would have you know helped this campaign a bit but i'm not sure mm. how much Yeah, big up all of you in the chat, man. Uh, like, if you guys are new, don't forget to smash the like and also subscribe to the channel. Uh, we are on the road to one k, so yeah, it would be immensely appreciated. Like, if you guys showed some love uh, to the channel. But Dennis is the great. Uh, Dennis the great says, uh, "Get football pundits, get football purists out of my club. We are Real Madrid. We are not fucking Brighton." Facts. Like, I would, I would completely agree with the sentiment. It it is sort of an emotional take on the club, not a very rational one. I I would always go with the emotional side of stuff, you know. Like I'm a heart over the brain guy. Uh, I've said that so many times. Jacob is kind of in the middle. Farouk is extremely brain. That's why he's pursuing a PhD, and I'm just uh, a graduate in commerce. You know, there's a difference. You know, uh, the big brain people will always say big brain stuff, which we can't really sometimes, you know, wrap our head around. But it is just you know two sides of the coin they just have the same uh same love we have for the game for the club all of that man um it's football you know we'll always have stuff that we differ on right ashik says i say we keep carlo until we have raul or chabel also ready let's not get stuck in that revolving door again yeah yeah i need stability man what we thrive on as a club real madrid it thrives on stability it thrives on familiar faces it thrives on harmony the moment that is broken you saw like rafa benitez people laugh at his overall demeanor you know his glasses his uh, his stocky body type <laughs> stocky body type <laughs> rafa benitez is one of the best coaches to coach ever 
that man has so much ball knowledge that if you if you actually listen to him for a couple of minutes in any random interview you would notice that he doesn't get the respect that he deserves rafa benitez is one of the most astute tacticians that modern football has seen but he can't control a dressing room the size of real madrid like he wouldn't be able to um let's just say play with the intangibles he can play with all the tangibles the, the stuff that he can move around and touch he'll be able to do magic with that but the intangibles the stuff that you can't really quantify he just doesn't have the minerals to do it so i'm just telling you man like we need people like carlo we need people of woven in 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 the in the in the in the uh in the cloth that the club is actually made made in to actually excel like we can't have really good tacticians and expect them to you know uh, handle every aspect that this club needs uh, the uh, like a head coach to handle it is the great says mo sala system player facts facts mo sala you know is a, is a very great finisher and what not but a lot of those players in the liverpool and city teams let's just wait for them to move out of their clubs and look what happens to them where is genie vinaldum Yes, he has had his injury issues. Yes, he was a phenomenal box-to-box at Newcastle. But after Liverpool, have have you heard of him, Jacob? No, you haven't. Wait, where is he right now? He he is at PSG, I think, or Roma. Where did he go? Did he didn't he move from PSG to Roma? I'm not sure. But yeah. so many of the great City players, Liverpool players, the, the system players, we don't hear about them after their uh, since there, man. Um, Ashik says Carlo is a player's manager the midfield needs to be recreated we can't play the same way we played with Luca Toni and Casemiro the midfielders are different now and we need to adapt he continues to say system players usually don't do well for us real madrid was never about specific style real madrid has been about fluidity and con- conforming to the situation he also says oh my god this is intense as bruce lee would say yeah. be water my friend water is formless it conforms to circumstances so does real madrid systems are not for real madrid julian lopetegui's failure proved it yeah the best thing that that carlo does is his ability to adapt i just could like like we were all watching the same fixtures last year and screaming at our screens like watching what a team was doing being dominated game after game after game in the champions league you know like faru came on here in the, in the post match and said it was a feeling of relief rather than euphoria like i would feel sorry for him but still he could tell his kids that he got to witness one of the most intense the most accelerating champions league campaigns of all time but i think it's a trade off bro it's a trade off people expect sure to be like casemiro right away remember casemiro built into what he is today uh yeah through time i think give chua many time plus this is the first time he is at a high pressure club absolutely uh, the the jump from someone some somewhere like monaco to real madrid is insane and it's a great says i miss casemiro so much man we all do i just remember like how i felt um, many left he says he also says chelsea fans will be getting so much hope now that we lost today even elche can give chelsea a game yeah Chelsea is clueless but going by tonight they like yes they would have been scared shitless but watching us get dominated for large parts and then beaten 
they they would they would take some confidence from it but yeah we discussed the the equalizer let's just talk about the second goal that we scored uh we started the second half off on a very high tempo jacob um we had all the right intentions to go out there and and and, and take the game to vrl and we rightfully did we scored the goal i think vinicius did yeah. an absolute madness uh dribbling past three four guys you know like on route to finishing uh the ball um just how do you sum up a man who was having one foot out of the door a couple of seasons ago to the player that he is today in fact the biggest positive from tonight's performance was vinicius again two goals away from his tally from the 21 22 season in april with at least a good like 10 games to go if we do well in the champions league like how do you how do you classify his performance tonight well uh, we certainly saw a lot of that right he was like the probably like my man of the match uh, overall <laughs> because asensio did fade out towards the second half yeah uh, yeah but we needed man we needed he just kept going and going and we did see countless opportunities like who is juan uh, foyt man they were all like uh, expecting for it to like maybe pocket vinny that just didn't happen vinny is like on a different level right now no right back can pocket him and mm-hmm. he just for that specific goal he just dribbled past like he always does and then the difference was that he was actually able to finish it even after that finish like he had maybe three or four opportunities of the same ilk because he got past three or four men easily man, in, in even in with this real team i was i was a bit disappointed with some of the short selections that he had after he had so much space he could have maybe laid it off or maybe gone for a better low driven shot maybe i don't know it just felt like missed opportunities you know in in very promising positions yeah i mean i'm not sure too sure about the laying things back because nobody was in a like really open position i know i know villarreal yeah. was marking all of our players in the box really well but uh, with the short short selection uh, even ashik was saying in the comments uh, in the watch alongs because vinicius just doesn't shoot at the left man uh, if he learns how to do that and he learns to be more unpredictable with the shot keepers have no chance uh, and that is like the defining difference between him and the pape right now i think it's one step at a time um yeah. fortunately or unfortunately with vinicius because if you go back to a couple of seasons before he didn't have any sort of composure or calmness to actually know what to do in the heat of the moment but last season he seemed to get a hang of it this yeah. season he has taken that to another level can we say that jacob can we finally he's, say in april that he has taken another level to his finishing uh, arsenal heck yeah man uh, and especially with uh, you have to consider that he's probably going to hit the 50 goal mark Uh, with mm-hmm. goal contributions this season so mm-hmm. the man has same number of goals as he has assists man that's insane mm-hmm. and you 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 can't even like that is not counting all of the penalties he has won mm-hmm. he has been like yeah. our most influential player like when benzema has been like yeah vinny has come to the fore unless benzema has back to back to back to back to back hat tricks uh, you know in the, in 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 the in the lead up to the champions league final you know fingers crossed inshallah unless he does that vinicius probably is player of the season so far no yeah hands down hands and down. and like and we used to criticize i specifically me i need to hold my hands up and 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 say that yes all i wanted is this vinicius 
to be less antsy to be less irritated to be less focused on fighting refs fighting fullbacks fighting center backs instead speaking with your foot speaking with how you actually navigate a game there'll be phases of the game where you wouldn't have a sniff it happens to the very very best cristiano didn't waltz through 25 players week in week out he didn't he didn't he just chose his moments and vinicius right now is picking his moments and all i can ask him is to keep doing the same thing because there is a player in there that has the potential to win the ballon d'or that has the potential to win the pichichi even okay, it's uh, so fucking mad that i can say that okay let's say like sunir uh, vinicius yeah. puts in the same performances he gets maybe a goal or uh, a, at least an assist every game in the champions league mm. and we end up winning mm. the champions league do you feel mm. like he is a good shot for the ballon d'or this season hands down hands down unless the messi bandwagon is is still in full effect if yep. if it is not there in full effect i honestly think that finishes has like what you described a goal a game or an assist a game last few matches of the champions league like obviously he should be in the running for the ballon d'or like mm-hmm. i was surprised that he was what sixth or something last year was he sixth out of the top 3 right he was in in the top 3 yeah he was yeah, so he was sixth Yeah so 6th or something so i was very disappointed that it was 6th but uh, like showing last year's consistency would actually maybe give him a better shot but i'm so happy that you know like his uh, efforts are actually finally bearing fruit man he he needed he needed that we as a team needed that and i hope you know like he can replicate that uh, on wednesday as well phenomenal stuff phenomenal stuff he he not makes i said mandi on the on the yeah. way to the goal right Heck he yeah. not makes them he not makes them mid dribble so satisfying to watch so satisfying to watch it's it's uh, it's an absolute pleasure man vinicius um all i needed again i repeat all i needed was this man to actually keep his head down do the business on the pitch and he's he's making me shut up man honestly i have to I have to bow down to the king at this moment in time it is vinicius it is vinicius junior um he is really really setting the standard setting the tone um but yeah man when he scored that goal it was pure hysteria we all went loco everybody was actually enjoying that moment but it didn't take long to bring us back down to earth describe why well actually we kind of laid out the reason why nacho was you know in in two minds and and kind of cold um when when facing chukweze but how can you let a man do that again and then again walk us through the second goal because chukweze gets the time he needs puts the ball into the box um it, it is uh, i think it is slightly to the left of parejo and yeah. then morales attempts a shot which comes off vasquez's arm or shoulder i'm not sure and then he taps in the rebound There, there there is a check for offside but it's it's an eventual goal yeah. again it's a goal that could have been prevented jacob right the whole the whole sequence of play was so embarrassing man for the back line uh, because mm. these uh, these like mediocre strikers they're like taking multiple touches inside the box before getting a shot through on goal what was rodrigo mm. doing what was like uh, uh, anyone from the midfield doing because at that point i feel like we had our three at the uh, center midfield 
and we still conceded a goal uh, so nobody was helping nacho covering him like we know how uh, chukweze is on the ball like we can probably expect him to at least make a cutback or something even if he doesn't dribble past nacho so he just got no support the uh, defense was bad the center backs were not marking people properly it was just all around embarrassment for the back line i don't know man like the chat like that there is like 15 out of you over here right like please can you like i'm i'm, I'm not a tactical analyst right jacob knows much more tactic wise than me hands down yeah like he's much more well versed in in tactics than me but i want to ask the chat yes nacho was at fault for maybe all three of the goals he should have done way way better we expect so much for, from nacho we know nacho is so much uh so far better a defender than that what he was showing tonight but can you guys tell me please is rudiger to be actually of some blame in my opinion he is because he is the odd man out whenever he is involved in the back line we look so much more disoriented so much more uh convoluted i, I don't know i'm looking for adjectives because this man just makes me go speechless sometimes because it it needn't be directly a fault of rudiger for us to be completely shambolic at the back do you guys think that rudiger actually has a role in this in this whole mess at times cuz i genuinely feel like he does sometimes i feel like it might be harsh like i don't know man rudiger is such a weird case jacob like can you enlighten us also 15 of uh, 15 out of you in the chat don't forget to smash the like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already gone jacob rudiger i don't even want to get into that i mean it sounds like a personal attack uh, when you know but the itis is there for the everyone to see our defense just looks so much more calmer when it's militao and alaba uh, who are like the center back pairing you know we just play out from the back better that did we actually see anything coming out of the back today no man no it was all punting mm. the ball up uh, up to vini or to rodrigo and then hoping something happens we just don't do that and even on defense uh, we just looked in a disarray people don't know whether they should press uh, the opposition or uh, just to stay back in the end we just stayed back and then things just let uh, they just let things happen to us basically this is a very concerning tweet i don't know how trustworthy gerard romero is but he said uh, there are two players who are fighting in the bus area of the bonabao <laughs> who do you think those two players were i think it's uh, rodinga and uh, militao maybe you know militao maybe nacho yeah, he... maybe nacho maybe nacho maybe nacho i don't know yeah ancelotti was saying it has been difficult for us to recover the ball the key has been that we were not balanced it's the reason why we conceded three goals balance do you think that he refers balance to the midfield yarels man like yeah uh, i feel like it's the midfield that was wrong today but then i feel like he also had no choice uh, we just had to give rest to all of our starters see again this man comes out and he says like when he used to say stuff like this i used to laugh at him i used to literally laugh reading that remember we used to come over here for some post matches and when carlo said we played really well we used to think oh, this guy is insane he is yep. basically covering his own ass but he actually came out and said we'll be we'll be at our best on wednesday and i completely believe him completely has to believe him at this point 
um that is a great sell so nathan jacob would you guys take someone like a, a marcus not marcus suram i think his brother kafran turam as a backup oh marcus suram as a backup striker he was talking about the older brother hmm. do you rate marcus suram jacob well yeah man uh, me and farooq were also discussing about this uh, philic dennis you asked the same question even then uh, <laughs> even in the preview but then uh, yeah the thing is these guys he's french uh, he has played with benzema before so he's going to be oh. like the right uh, look what archik said it was fede oh wow i don't oh yes i'm i'm actually reading the Oh my god. Fede to Bayern which... after the game tell me what you told me on the pitch about my son. Oh, so things wow. got heated. Alvarez punched Bayern in the face. He was on his phone and didn't expect it. Shit. Police have been informed about Valverde punching Bayern. Investigation is ongoing. He might be banned. Might be banned. I don't know if the ban um I don't know if the ban would go outside La Liga. Would it go outside La Liga? I'm not even concerned about that, man. Like this is basically aggravated assault, right? It's just assault if it's coming. I know it's aggravated assault, but fuck Bayana, man. I don't give two fucks about Bayana. He 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 spoke shit about his son. So I come if I was in his position, I would do the same thing. You know, like I'm not promoting violence or you know assaulting someone, but you don't talk shit about your son. You don't. Yeah. That's 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 basically pussy behavior, bro. Breaking uh Villarreal apparently have a video of Valverde punching Bayern. Valverde Valverde waited for Villarreal player Bayern at the bus area and attacked him in the face after the game. It's almost right. like the Mourinho meme. <laughs> you know, you see the Mourinho meme, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But why bro? like why couldn't like any other player step in and then calm Fede down like this is not maybe he he just he just took his stuff took his bag his toilet bag and and ran to get there first and you know get it yeah. done maybe shit that was that was insane okay back to back to some of our uh, quotes from the game hmm. and uh, yeah i'm just completely thrown off by this man i didn't expect something like this to break you know this wasn't something i i saw happening but did you see pedet this stuff like in the midst of the game like i i didn't notice anything i but... couldn't notice because we were having the watch along as well right so yeah mm-hmm. wow yeah ashik says son anyone talks shit about my niece or my nephew i'll do the same yeah man like if if you have stuff to say about someone you say It to them you say it to them like you, you saw what zidane did in the cha- in the world cup final nothing beats that you know like he knew he was putting his country whole country in jeopardy he would know that his whole career in respect of what he did would be forever stained because of that one moment but stuff like that happens i've been in 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 very similar predicaments you know i was way younger waiting for people <laughs> obviously obviously oh. man like wow. sometimes sometimes you just can't think yeah yeah the more rational people wouldn't do it but you know it's it's just it's just mad i wouldn't i wouldn't advocate for you know violence or anything but it's just understandable if if someone talks shit about your son 
but the repercussions yeah. the club has to face it and and i feel i feel in two minds about this like i'm i don't give a fuck if he if he gets banned for for like for like five games in la liga mm. but it's mm. the thing about uefa like what if he gets the ban in in europe as well that'll be peak if he miss fede i don't think we we we, we are even going past chelsea you know like he is so integral for us he is so so integral i mean but yeah, i like, think go so near you oh, you sum you summed up the nature of this podcast like at the start right this is just bad timing man like everything the whole thing it's all shit <laughs> the watch along the watch along had had absolutely everything to do with this right like everything absolutely everything to do with this um right let's go back to the goal man so did we discuss the goal i'm completely thrown off did we I discuss mean, the yeah, second goal we, we considered we did say that uh, like nacho didn't do anything so did none of the defense they got a bunch of touches yeah. in the box and finally like it the ball just dropped to them and like they were going to score mm. either way and then yeah if we, if we let the ball pin ball itself in the in the box we are, we are, we are, we are doomed to concede like i i don't know uh, what other outcome we could have expected but the third goal was an absolute banger there's no two ways about it but even then i feel like see that's that's the thing you know like yes you can stand up and applaud greatness stand up and applaud great goals obviously we are all fans of the game we should do that but as a fan from a very selfish perspective from a real madrid perspective nacho lucas vasquez chuamini i don't know who else was there they all afforded chukwezi the uh the luxury to take at least a couple of steps more than he had to i know like like you said in the watch along if you were a defender you would be uh, a little more conservative not to concede a foul right outside the box or maybe like you never know if he takes a touch inside and then you pull out your leg it's it's a direct pen there is no question about it so it's 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 working on thin ice it is it is basically you know it's a balancing act so i understand that but come on man nacho again how does he get how how does he get skinned three times by the same player i i don't understand he he pocketed sala for the entire round of 16 at this i don't understand point, at this point i mean i feel like chukwese is probably a better dribbler than sala at this point yeah yeah uh, yeah that really makes me wonder you know yeah but sala has dropped is, off mm. yeah the thing is like okay nacho didn't put in the tackle like he was right up there with him but he just didn't receive uh, any sort of support again uh, in the midfield uh, we shouldn't have let uh, that's called zone 14 right the place where casemiro used to thrive uh, casemiro wouldn't have allowed that and we're missing that you know that player who can do that for us the guy who absolutely breaks up stuff like we 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 miss it we we really really miss it like i just hope chua many comes in comes in good man because we need it we need it um ashik says ashik says all power to fede it's never right especially after what fede has been through yeah yeah, yeah. he has been through a very bad uh, six six months or so um he says you never bring family into trash talking family of limits facts 
this has again love the watch along and hope you have more yeah there's there's one for the chelsea one as well i hope uh, the res- end result is different you know that that's that's one thing i would pray for let's just get into some of the comments uh, from carlo he he has been very honest um he says very few players kept a high level during the game he doesn't shy away from speaking facts he said uh, we have lowered our low level in la liga this season we have not played at the level we expected right uh, we have 10 games left and we'll try to close la liga with as many points as possible so from that itself i think it's pretty evident that he has given up on the league as well yeah. um same level of the clasico against chelsea it can be yes i rotated tonight because el clasico demanded a lot from us physically and mentally i thought that refreshing the team would be a good solution it didn't go well so mm. many all players have had a f- lower level than normal it has been difficult to find the motivation i think the uh, the guy asking the question was kind of specifically putting it on so many yeah. um oh did he, he specifically also... say like the players weren't motivated enough yeah yeah mm-hmm. he said they weren't at the level rotating has not been a good idea we didn't deserve to lose tonight we created many chances he did create many chances like if a couple of those vinicius shots goes yeah, in man. Wow. Yeah, it's not like they created and Vinicius created a few chances man. <laughs> mm. But 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 as a as a manager yeah from his perspective it's we we know the truth we know the truth. Um right. We play Chelsea on Wednesday. Um we haven't yet confirmed a preview yet so but we'll hopefully be looking to you know rope in uh, a Chelsea fan uh, trust me it's harder to get a Chelsea fan in than uh, a, a reputed journalist from ESPN it is the way of life premier league fans are hard to hard to get um right uh anything else to add man anything else to add from this game honestly we could have done so much better the subs that came in fede he had a couple of very good defensive actions i feel like uh, he tried to progress the ball carry the ball from deep like he excels at you know like he tried to do that a bit um but overall after the vinicius goal and after we conceded uh, the third uh, knockout blow, uh, blow from vrl we didn't create a like a solid clear chance right like we struggled we struggled yeah but I don't know man I just want to stop talking about this game but uh, I do have like <laughs> one major question right uh, what do you think like happened in the dressing room after this game there are two possibilities one carlos says hey this is like a big wake up call like you said we need to like analyze what went wrong here and then you know just get the job done against chelsea we need to be very very careful the other option is carlos is going to say look guys things just didn't work out for us we weren't really motivated just forget this fuck it and let's move on i think it's the second one i think that's what carlo would do you know yeah. uh, over the years what i've seen of carlo what you have seen of carlo what we all know of carlo i think that the second one is a much more likelier possibility cuz we can't really bash the players for tonight can we like it's a much much better performance than mayoka yeah than the sociedad nil nil you know um i think we can take plenty of positives from tonight but overall we didn't have the cutting edge we didn't have the 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 tools required to bury the game we were in front for two times you know yeah. two times we were, we were ahead but we just couldn't put the game to came to bed unfortunately it happens when it happens to the best of teams 
I'll tell you, Barcelona, apart from Barcelona, every other team would swap their positions. Maybe apart from Arsenal and, and Barcelona, every other team would swap their position for us. You know, Champions League quarterfinals, finalists in the cup. Bayern got knocked out, you know, by Freiburg, if you remember, like four days ago. So, I'll tell you, man, we are in a very good position, but yeah, the league, it doesn't, doesn't. A VRL delegate on Twitter, Fede Valverde, a thug and a coward. Very well, Vade asked Bayana to repeat what he said about his son and attacked him. Police were present, apparently. Hmm. I don't think it'll be that bad, man. Like, it is a, it is a punch. It doesn't... I mean... Huh. Do, you, do you think there'll be, like... like I don't know the game ex- ban? Like, is, the, is the video leaked or out yet? Do we know the damage to Bayana? Uh, like, if there is no damage, like... I don't think there's going to be any legal repercussions. Yeah, like looking looking by the the nature of the tweets, I don't think even any blood was spilled, you know. Mm-hmm. If that's the case then like you said, it wouldn't be apart from maybe uh, a warning or maybe like a couple of matches ban at the worst. I don't think it it does anything. Bro, like we've seen man, guys get ma- banned mm-hmm. for longer right like i wouldn't be surprised if he got like a three month ban in la liga but let's just hope like it stays in la liga like you said three month ban really yeah he didn't I he see. didn't bite the guy bro like uh, you remember cristiano like just nudging the referee along like how many matches ban did he get like a couple yeah, of months he, he, yeah he did get a couple of months ban he got like a three match five. ban or something no so it was a five, five match ban but yeah it was five match ban and that was in a super copa <laughs> let's just hope you know uh, this just in carry along Everything. yeah now it kind of makes me scary i was trying to kind of control myself and and then just uh down play the situation but mm. yeah now it just makes me question yeah ashik says uh and as for as signing guys uh, go as i read i'd rather be in this position and yet financially solvent than have to sell our team to sign players yeah. i think he's referring to barcelona i don't know but yeah i guess it is what it is man um plenty of black uh, plenty of bad omen you know after the watch along but we are going to set that right on wednesday you know the champions league anthem is going to blare the watch along is going to be different the post match definitely is going to be different because we are going to turn up and we better turn up uh, we better you know uh show what we got because it's high time if we don't get past this chelsea side i don't know i'll be lost for words any final thoughts jacob before we go yeah man let's just forget this let's look forward we're going to win now we're going to win i can feel it yeah absolutely i feel the same hope valverde doesn't doesn't get involved in any more madness and this results in a very lenient tap on tap on the hand you know that that's that's all that i uh, hope for but yeah smash the like if you haven't already subscribed to the thing massive love for all the uh support on our audio platforms over 650 followers uh, at this moment in time over 19k plays as well really really humbled don't forget to check out our partner real medical committee on instagram the link is in the description below don't forget uh, to turn on your notification bells on so that when we schedule a live you guys know right away look out for the preview hopefully tuesday or wednesday uh sorry monday or tuesday uh, and also the watch along and the post match we have so much stuff planned uh, we are trying our best to kind of make ends meet but it is 
what it is until next time ala madrid ala madrid